Welcome to True Crime Briefs. In this podcast, I read a curated selection of press releases from the U.S. Department of Justice that highlight cases prosecuted by U.S. Attorneys General. Four people indicted for roles in romance and internet frauds, illegal money transmitting. Thursday, April 13th, 2023, Trenton, New Jersey. A husband and wife, formerly of Burlington County, New Jersey, and a Nigerian national were indicted for their roles in an online romance fraud and other internet frauds, resulting in the loss of $4.5 million to over 100 victims, U.S. Attorney Philip R. Selinger announced today. Martins Inalegu, 34, of Philadelphia, Steinsey Matthew, 26, of Brooklyn, New York, and Moses Chukwebuka Alexander of Nigeria were indicted on April 6, 2023, for various charges of conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud, wire fraud, mail fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, money laundering, transacting in criminal proceeds, and tax evasion. A fourth defendant, Oluwashei Fatolu of Springfield, New Jersey, was indicted for conducting an unlawful money transmitting business. Fatolu was arraigned on April 12, 2023, before U.S. Magistrate Judge Sharon A. King in Camden Federal Court. Inalegu and Matthew are scheduled to be arraigned before Judge King on April 20th, 2023. Alexander remains at large. According to documents filed in this case and statements made in court, between April 2016 and May 2020, Inalegu, Matthew, Alexander, and their conspirators, several of whom reside in Nigeria, allegedly participated in an online romance scheme defrauding more than 100 victims throughout the country. The conspirators made initial contact with victims through online dating and social media websites, then corresponded with victims via email and phone, pretended to strike up a romantic relationship with victims, wooed them with words of love, and then requested the victims send money to them or their associates for fictitious emergency needs. In all instances, the individuals whom the victims believed they were speaking to did not exist, and instead, they were speaking to the conspirators of this scheme. Inalegu, Matthew, and the conspirators engaged in apartment rental scams wherein they advertised the rental of a property not owned or controlled by them for the purpose of collecting money from the victims in the form of application fees and security deposits. After Inalegu, Matthew, and conspirators collected the money, the victims never heard from them again. Conspirators used myriad email accounts and phone numbers to communicate with the victims and instruct them on where to wire the money, including recipient names, addresses, financial institutions, and account numbers. Victims wired money to bank accounts held by Inalegu and Matthew in the United States and also mailed checks directly to Inalegu and Matthew. Some victims transferred money to the conspirators via money transfer services such as Western Union or MoneyGram and others wired money to bank accounts held by conspirators overseas. 
federal law enforcement agents have identified more than 100 victims who sent a total of $4.5 million directly to Inalegu and Matthew, who spent the money on personal expenses, withdrew money in cash, transferred money to other bank accounts they personally controlled, and transferred money to bank accounts held by Alexander and other conspirators in Nigeria and Turkey. Inalegu also used the unlicensed money transmitting business run by Fatolu to send money to Nigeria. Fatolu operated a, quote, Hawala system, wherein she directed Inalegu and other customers to deposit money into her bank accounts and the accounts of her associates in the United States and thereafter facilitated the movement of corresponding money into the destination bank account overseas as directed by the customer. Fatolu charged a fee for this service. Inalegu and Matthew failed to report the income derived from the victims and evaded the payment of tax on the entirety of this victim money. The counts of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud, mail fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and money laundering are all punishable by a maximum of 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. The count of transacting in criminal proceeds is punishable by a maximum of 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. The counts of tax evasion are each punishable by a maximum of five years in prison and a $100,000 fine. The count of unlicensed money transmitting is punishable by a maximum of five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. The government is represented by Assistant U.S. Attorney Martha K. Nye of the Criminal Division of the U.S. Attorney's Office, Trenton Office. The charges and allegations contained in this indictment are merely accusations and the defendants are presumed innocent unless and until proven guilty. Prominent Ghanaian influencer charged for role in romance scheme and extradited from United Kingdom to the United States. Monday, May 15, 2023. Mona Faze Montrage received over $2 million in fraud proceeds and pretended to marry one victim to further the fraud scheme. Damian Williams, the United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York, and Michael J. Driscoll, the Assistant Director in Charge of the New York Field Office of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, announced the unsealing of a six-count indictment charging Mona Faze Montrage for her role in a series of romance schemes and for laundering the proceeds of those schemes. Montrage was arrested in the United Kingdom on November 10th, 2022, and was extradited to the United from the United Kingdom on May 12th, 2023. Montrage will be presented before U.S. District Judge Paul A. Crotty, to whom the case is assigned later today. U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said, quote, As alleged, Mona Faze Montrage was a member of a criminal conspiracy that specifically targeted older Americans through romance scams. These scams can be both financially and emotionally devastating for vulnerable victims. Thanks to the efforts of our law enforcement partners, Montrage was arrested abroad and has been brought to the United States to face justice." End quote. 
FBI Assistant Director in Charge Michael J. Driscoll said, quote, We alleged today that Ms. Montrage participated in multiple romance scams, often targeting elderly victims, resulting in more than $2 million in fraudulent funds under her control. Romance scams, especially those that target older individuals, are of major concern. The FBI will be tireless in our efforts to hold fraudsters accountable to the criminal justice system." End quote. As alleged in the indictment and other publicly filed materials, from at least in or about 2013 through in or about 2019, Montrage was a member of a criminal enterprise, the Enterprise, based in West Africa that committed a series of frauds against individuals and businesses in the United States, including romance scams. Many of the enterprise's romance scam victims were vulnerable older men and women who lived alone. The enterprise frequently conducted the romance scams by sending the victims emails, text messages, and social media messages that deceived the victims into believing that they were in romantic relationships with a person who had, in fact, a fake identity assumed by members of the enterprise. Once members of the enterprise had successfully convinced victims that they were in a romantic relationship and had gained their trust, they convinced the victims, under false pretenses, to transfer money to bank accounts the victims believed were controlled by their romantic interests when, in fact, the bank accounts were controlled by members of the enterprise. Montrage is a Ghanaian public figure who rose to fame as an influencer through her Instagram profile under the username, quote, Hajir for real, end quote, which at one point had approximately 3.4 million Instagram followers and was among the top 10 profiles with the most followers in Ghana. Montrage received money from several victims of romance frauds whom members of the enterprise tricked into sending money. Among the false pretenses used to induce victims to send money to Montrage were 1. Payments to transport gold to the United States from overseas. 2. Payments to resolve a fake FBI unemployment investigation. And 3. Payments to assess, assist a fake United States Army officer in receiving funds from Afghanistan. As to one victim, Montrage used her real name and spoke to the victim several times by phone. Montrage sent the victim a tribal marriage certificate purporting to show that Montrage and the victim had been married in Ghana. The victim sent Montrage approximately 82 wire transfers totaling approximately $89,000 to purportedly help with costs associated with Montrage's father's farm in Ghana. In total, Montrage controlled bank accounts that received over $2 million in fraudulent funds from the enterprise. Montrage, 30, of Accra, Ghana, is charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, one count of wire fraud, one count of money laundering conspiracy, and one count of money laundering, each of which carry a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Montrage is also charged with one count of receipt of stolen money, which carries a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison, and one count of conspiracy to receive stolen money, which carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison. 
The maximum potential sentences are prescribed by Congress and are provided here for informational purposes only, as any sentencing of Montrage will be determined by a judge. Mr. Williams praised the outstanding work of the FBI. Mr. Williams also thanked the United States Marshals Services, the National Extradition Unit, United States Customs and Border Protection, and the FBI Legal Attaché in London for their assistance in the investigation. The U.S. Department of Justice's Office of International Affairs of the Department's Criminal Division provided significant assistance in securing the defendant's extradition from the United Kingdom. The case is being prosecuted by the office's Complex Frauds and Cybercrime Unit. Assistant U.S. Attorneys Mitzi Steiner and Kevin Mead are in charge of the prosecution. The charges contained in the indictment are merely accusations and the defendant is presumed innocent unless and until proven guilty. Fontana man sentenced to 10 years in federal prison for scams that defrauded his romantic partners and others. Tuesday, March 28, 2023, Los Angeles. A San Bernardino County man has been sentenced to 120 months in federal prison for defrauding eight women, some of whom he developed romantic relationships with, and nine businesses, and then laundering the proceeds of his scheme the Justice Department announced today. Zashawn Stanley Campbell, 35, formerly of Irvine, but who now resides in Fontana, was sentenced late Monday afternoon by United States District Judge Mark C. Scarcy, who said at the hearing that Campbell's conduct showed a, quote, shocking level of disrespect for the law, end quote, as well as a lack of contrition. Campbell pleaded guilty in October 2022 to one count of wire fraud and one count of money laundering. From April 2014 to April 2020, Campbell convinced his victims that he was reliable by befriending them and starting romantic relationships with them. To enhance his purported creditworthiness in their eyes, he told them lies, such as falsely saying that he had millions of dollars and operated successful businesses, including McDonald's franchises, a security company, and a chain of gyms in Texas. Campbell also boosted his stature with the victims by falsely telling them he was a successful investor in real estate and Bitcoin, as well as claiming he had served as a Navy SEAL in the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Once he convinced his victims of his bona fides, Campbell would induce them to provide money and property to him, claiming that he would use the victim's money and property to support his businesses, fund investments made on the victim's behalf, and pay his purported medical bills. Rather than using the victim's money as he promised he would, he instead used it to pay personal expenses and to buy luxury items for himself. For example, in December 2017, one victim wrote Campbell a check for $61,452, which Campbell deposited via interstate wires into a Wells Fargo bank account he controlled. Campbell promised the victim that the money would be used for an investment in Bitcoin on the victim's behalf. Instead, Campbell spent the money on himself, including by making payments on a BMW and a Mercedes-Benz that he had leased in a different victim's name. Campbell caused 17 different victims, including eight individuals and nine companies, 
to suffer significant financial losses. Judge Scarcy found that the losses caused by Campbell's criminal conduct exceeded $550,000. He will set a hearing to determine the exact amount of restitution that will be owed to the victims. Campbell is a con man and a predator, prosecutors argued in a sentencing memorandum. He develops romantic relationships with his victims and then, exploiting the intimacy and trust he cultivates, lies to them to get their money. But the harms Campbell caused go further than these significant financial losses. The harms include the serious emotional damage which Campbell inflicted on his victims. Most of Campbell's individual victims were women he began dating, encouraging their affection only to exploit it and leave their self-esteem as well as their finances in tatters, end quote. The FBI investigated this matter. Assistant United States Attorney Rani A. Katzenstein, Chief of Major Fraud Section, prosecuted the case. Ghanaian national sentenced to prison for role in romance fraud scheme. Thursday, March 23, 2023, Huntington, West Virginia, Abdul Inusa, 32, of Ghana, was sentenced today to two years in prison to be followed by three years of supervised release for his role in a Huntington-based scheme that defrauded individuals in multiple states through the use of false online personas. Inusa was also ordered to pay $128,000 in restitution. After three days of trial, a federal jury found that Inusa was part of a conspiracy that targeted victims using false personas via email, text messaging, online dating websites, and social media platforms from at least January 2018 through at least December 2019, the scheme participants sought to induce victims into believing they were in a romantic relationship, friendship, or business relationship with the various false personas. The victims were persuaded to send money for a variety of false and fraudulent reasons for the benefit of the false personas. One false persona, quote, Miyarama, end quote, was used to induce an Alabama resident into providing $106,000 via wire transfers and cashier's checks. The amount included $48,000 to pay overdue taxes on a non-existent gold inheritance in Ghana and $21,000 wired to BitSav Supply LLC, a shell company set up by Inusa. Another false persona, Grace, persuaded a Washington resident to wire funds so Grace could maintain her South African cocoa plantation and move to the United States to marry the victim. Other victims of the false personas included residents of Ohio and Florida. The federal jury found Inusa guilty of receipt of stolen money, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and two counts of wire fraud on August 12, 2022. Perhaps more than others involved, Abdul Inusa understood the scope of the criminal conspiracy and that it was exploiting innocent and often vulnerable victims, said United States Attorney Will Thompson. The defendant even recruited others to help commit this fraud while taking steps to conceal his own involvement. U.S. Attorney Thompson made the announcement and commended the investigative work of the United States Secret Service, the United States Postal Inspection Service, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, 
Office of Inspector General, FDIC OIG, the West Virginia State Police, and the South Charleston Police Department. I also commend Assistant United States Attorney Kathleen Robeson and former Assistant United States Attorney R. Gregory McVeigh and the trial team for prosecuting the case and securing the guilty verdicts, Thompson said. United States District Judge Robert C. Chambers imposed the sentence. The public is encouraged to report potential online fraud activity or scams at www.ic3.gov. If you or someone you know is aged 60 or older and has been a victim of financial fraud, help is standing by at the National Elder Fraud Hotline, 1-833-FRAUD-11. That's 1-833-372-8311. The U.S. Department of Justice hotline managed by the Office of for Victims of Crime is staffed by experienced professionals who provide personalized support to callers by assessing the needs of the victim and identifying relevant next steps. Case managers will identify appropriate reporting agencies, provide information to callers to assist them in reporting, connect callers directly with appropriate agencies, and provide resources and referrals on a case-by-case basis. Reporting is the first step. Reporting can help authorities identify those who commit fraud and reporting certain financial losses due to fraud as soon as possible can increase the likelihood of recovering losses. The hotline is staffed 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. English, Spanish, and other languages are available. Pottsville man sentenced to 78 months in prison for cyber stalking. Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Scranton. The United States Attorney's Office for the Middle District of Pennsylvania announced that Aaron Vandalay, age 45, of Pottsville, Pennsylvania, was sentenced on March 21st, 2023, to 78 months imprisonment by United States District Court Judge. Robert D. Mariani for cyber stalking. According to United States Attorney Gerard M. Karam, Vandalay, with the intent to harass and intimidate other persons, engaged in a course of conduct using electronic communication systems and services of interstate commerce to cause substantial emotional distress to six victims. All six victims were former romantic partners of Vandalay or relatives and friends of his former romantic partners. During the course of the conduct, Vandalay repeatedly made false anonymous allegations to law enforcement agencies throughout the country. He falsely accused the victims of committing heinous crimes including murder for hire, narcotics trafficking, human trafficking, and sexual offenses. Vandalay also sent anonymous electronic messages to the victims threatening to kidnap and murder the minor child of one of the victims. Vandalay also threatened to mail parts of that minor child back to the victim. Vandalay committed these crimes while one of the victims had a protection from abuse order against him. Vandalay has eight previous convictions for indirect criminal contempt for failing to obey court orders of protection. During his detention in Lackawanna County Jail pending his sentencing, Vandalay continued to attempt 
to contact at least one of his victims by making over 100 phone calls to the victim from jail. As part of the sentence, Vandalay is not to have any further contact with any of the victims in the case. The matter was investigated by Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, the U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Division, CID, Fort Stewart, Georgia, and the Pottsville Police Department. Assistant United States Attorney James Buchanan prosecuted the case. Thank you for listening to this episode of True Crime Briefs. You can subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast listening app. All of the information I share is available in the public record. And remember, justice is served one case at a time. Thank you.